Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of No Cap Reacts. I'm your man Bailey, aka Mr. Go Get Him. And we are back for another show in the first installment of Let's Talk About It. Not only that, I have a wonderful young lady here with me tonight. She goes by the name of, I'm not going to tell you what her name is. I'll let her tell you. And uh, she is the uh, special guest for tonight. I'm pretty sure y'all see her uh, behind my black ass. It's hard to miss her, that's for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. For those who do not know, my name is Connie Marie. Yeah, let me put the camera on you at least. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, <laughs> well, my name is Connie Marie, for those of you who do not know me. Where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, my handle is C-O-N-N-I-E Marie. Pull the mic closer to you. You said, can you hear me? She's scared of big things close to her mouth. Ooh. That's crazy. You know what? I plead the fifth. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Where can they find you at? They can find me on uh, Instagram. C O N N I E Marie. Uh, you're so. You're. You know what? I'm not. Uh, this is you. <laughs> uh, Connie Marie four twenty. Uh, here comes the money. Uh, I'm not fucking <laughs> playing with you. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. So you know shots gonna be fired like all night tonight, right? Yeah, I'm I'm prepared. So you've been here before, so you already know what you about to go through. It sounds good. I just hope that you're ready for whatever that you dish and out. You just know it's coming right. I'm up. always ready. This is the thing. I stay ready, so I ain't gotta get ready. I hear you. It sounds good. Uh, I yeah. definitely hear you. I hope you hear me because this shit don't stop. <laughs> All right. So you've been here before. You came here with your girlfriend Jade last time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Keith Brown said, oh, co-host, ready to pass the torch? OG. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, I actually need your ass. I got Golo coming on here next. Is it next week? Yeah, next week. I was thinking about bringing your ass back, too. This is one of the uh, originals. In the chat right now that started this shit. So you said uh you interested in being a co-host. Yeah. And you you want to start a podcast. Or be a part of a podcast. Be a part of it, yeah. Okay. What makes you want to do that? Because I like the different topics. I like being able to actually have it televised on being able to discuss real like situations that don't really be discussed okay so i like being a part of that what is what is some of the the hot topics that you like to discuss black men in all aspects from which i deal with from how they act from how just everything black men that's one of my main favorite topics of course the, you know the everyday real life situations that's happening outside of that but i like focusing more on you know shit that people don't really talk about and that's the struggles of what black men go through i mean there's the struggles of black men the struggles of black women uh the struggles of everything really yeah of course but it's like you have more sources for the black women or just the single women in general like because you have the county and it's like as Did you say the county <laughs> 
Yeah, because think about it. If you if a black if a single mother goes to the county and if she needs assistance, they're gonna give her assistance quick. But let a black man do that. They're gonna go. But it's like, and that's another thing. It's like a lot of things are targeted on black men, or not even just black men, just men in general. It's like it's a system designed for them to fail. Like if before anybody does anything, it's like they either get put on child support, or it's like a lot of things are designed to pretty much make men suppress feelings and emotions. And then it's like once they get in certain situations, they have to kind of tarnish all of that history of growing up and learning on how to be a man and protect and this now you got to learn how to empathize with people it's just like it's kind of contradicted in a sense all right so natalia actually key said i think it's time for a woman to co-host to get both perspectives definitely natalia says shmoney marie now connie marie bailey i think there's a scene going on here with the co-host oh yeah that is true it was so the only other female co-host that I actually had for a period of time, her name actually was Shmoney Marie. Now here we come with Connie Marie. Oh, that's funny as <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell. Shmoney. Yeah, Shmoney. That's funny. And then Key came back with said, "Black men don't cheat. Let's start there." Oh, what? <laughs> I mean, that is true. No, it's not true. You know if what? anything, y'all are the most to cheat. What can, the fuck? Can, can, so there's there there's reasons behind this. Of course, it's reasons behind it, but and it's do, like, do you even want to hear them? I mean, I'm I'm all that yet again. Okay. It's the platform. I'm open to hear it. All right. So, so where are we from, Miss Connie? Where do we originate Mars. from? We did not originate from no fucking bars. <laughs> where did our ancestors come from? Uh, well, it depends, because not all ancestors came from Africa. Some came from the South, some originated, you know, so it's kind of certain parts all over. But we were stolen from what land? Mm, I can say from Africa, but okay. not all Africans were stolen from that land. I did research on it. True, not all of them were. Some of them were stor stolen from other places, but the majority of them, of us, mm -hmm. came from Africa. Okay. In Africa, even to this day, do our black men and even certain black women, do they have the ability to have multiple wives and husbands? No, they do not. Yes, they do. Uh, legally. <laughs> you realize that Akon right now lives back in Africa. That's and what he I'm has saying. Four legally. wives. Yes, legally. Okay, so out there in Africa, yes. But in the U.S., no. Okay, well, we're not talking about, I said, where we initially come from. Okay. So it is in our genealogy, in our... DNA, both men and women, to have multiple partners. That's actually the number one reason that uh, monogamy has been forced upon us, which only happened after slavery. Did you know that? Mm, I'm listening. Do you know that we were just the same way we were slaves as picking cotton and building and farming and creating railroads, we were also great at... Uh, farming uh, babies and that's okay. what they use us for that was actually part of slavery is for us to make and they were basically trying to rep replicate our gene pool with with many of their white women shit the white slave owner had multiple wives mm -hmm. black and white 
So, no. Get back to the purpose on why black it's okay men, for black men to cheat. That's not because cheating. It's not cheating. We're just doing what we're naturally born to do, which is why. Hold on. I'm going to go. But you know what? I'm going to go to this. No, 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 no. Let's, let's rephrase that. But hold on. You're hold on. not born to cheat. You're hold not, on. That's not your purpose. Correct. It's not. It, for us, it's not cheating, which if you look at the black community right now, how many black men and women are naturally becoming polygamists? And in women's case, polyamory. It is more prevalent in the black community right now today than of any other community where black men are having multiple black women and even black women are now having multiple black men. But the, what's that reason behind that, though? Because if you really look at from where we came from back in how every single generation, it's something new. This generation, the television, the music, all of that is getting put out there as if it's okay, if this is the new trend that everybody needs to jump on, and no, you have some that the they are doing it. Sex is like the new trend. But what? Sex is, sex is what's being pushed in music today. Sex is, for females, women today actually say that sex is, having sex with multiple men and people is empowering. That's different. To, to be a woman where you have two black men, one that you're married to and the other one you basically are married to within the church, but obviously not on paper because you can't legally do it. And then the same thing where you have men where he's physically legally married to one woman and has another one where they actually go through the church and do the ceremony and they do not go outside of their marriage is totally different than what they're talking about in music. So two different things. So although I do get what you're, where you're going with it, but it still doesn't mean that that was, your, that's what, that was you guys' purpose. Now, what I'm going to say is at the end of the day, black men and black women are going to what our DNA initially was in the first place. I don't believe that. <coughs> because we're, like, that's not something. But you're brainwashed to, to not do. believe that. But you you're don't, brainwashed to believe that that is accurate. No, that is actually not. You actually have to research and look at black, actual black history in order to find that out or take your ass to Africa I'm and not, Saudi Arabia and everything else, which is all African cultures, Egyptian Egyptians. Do they not have multiple wives and concubines all throughout the Bible? Multiple wives and concubines. That okay, is so our true history. It is. It has been there since the beginning of time. That's just like saying like it's a feeling. It's what you're feeling. Because at the end of the day, it's just like people that are it's like if you're you're not born into having to be a cheater. Right, You're well, having to have multiple right. women. So just like, hold on, wait, just like with racism. Like, are they taught racism or are they actually, it's, they're, it's instilled, not taught racism, but it's like, are they born into it to where it's like, you have to be racist or are they taught it? Racism that's not is something taught. That's not a, exactly Monogamy is taught. Same thing with cheating. It's not something that you like. Men feel like they have to do because they're not all men are the same. Okay, let me ask you this: If for him to say black men don't cheat, you're actually going against what he's saying. You're saying it's in our in our DNA to cheat. So which one is it? Because now it's actually contradicting. No, because it's not cheating. It is actually doing exactly what we're supposed to, which is to propagate and create more of our culture. Hence, one: Do more? Do women outnumber men? Yes or no? Of course, yes. Okay, so well, my women, understanding, I believe it's like one man to eight women, eight to ten women. Oh, what to say? So if God came down right now and said, "Take a wife," he gonna make eight rounds. <laughs> All right, but here I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna do it this way. <clears throat> Imagine, right now, lights go out, power's gone, money disappears. You're now in these streets all by yourself. 
you come across a nigga like me. I can hunt, shoot, kill. I got, I build. I got a farm. I've already created a nice little garden and all this shit. You come along. You mind if I stay here? Cool, right? After a while, I basically wife you down. Let's say a year or two goes by. Another another female happens to stumble across. Oh my god, I've been doing my best to 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 just make it and survive. Come on, boom, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now 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 I got two women. It's just me. Y'all usually are gonna fall in line, okay? Why? Because as women, since the beginning of time, bigger, stronger, taller, smarter, it's making sure that you are able to be taken care of and give you safety and security. And nine times out of 10, women had no questions or arguments or anything with sharing their man. Because when a woman falls in love with a man, all other men cease to exist. But when a man falls in love with a woman, other women don't cease to exist. There's a difference because you guys are emotional. We are not. We're logical. It's two totally different things. So you think now, all men think the same in now, that sense or a good portion? Well, let me ask you this. How many of your friends that you know of have been cheated on by a man? Which is now, today in today's society is considered cheating because monogamy is where it's at. But if you even looked in the animal kingdom, they're not even fucking monogamous. Okay. If, if you look at our history... It's never in history been considered cheating. The difference is today, it is you. A lot of people do it just for the purpose of sex mm-hmm. and sex only. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the past, it was, <clears throat> it is, well, first off, the husband had to go to the father, ask permission, pay the dowry, whatever the husband or the, the father would make sure that his daughter was going to be able to be taken care of, which then goes to the term. It takes a village to raise a child. Now I want you to really think about this. What is the village made up of? (laughs) 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 Women. Correct. It's usually one man, multiple women, and a shit ton of babies. Okay, so even though that could, you know, like that that's a that's a good way to look at it, but I'm just a firm believer in not every single man thinks that way. True. Nor do they act that way because there are some men who actually want and prefer one woman. And it's like at the same time, it's like, you know how they say, Oh, if if, if we're born to be the protectors and this, that, and the third, and then the women are born to be the nurturers and all of that. You have some women that aren't capable of that. But at the same time, it's just something that is like they have to be taught that growing up. They're not instilled with it through birth, through genetics. Correct. I'm glad that you said that because you actually just helped kind of prove like the the point of why <clears throat> men typically would have multiple women because – you do have the nurturer. You do have the woman that is barren. She can't have children, but she may be great at cooking. You do have the woman that is probably great at um, gardening. All the little different tasks that had to happen, again, this is all prior to technology. See, technology has allowed us to make life easier and go against our own DNA. Because, again, if this disappears, 
We're still living in huts. We're still building fires. Man still goes out and hunt. He doesn't go to the grocery store anymore, which also is the reason why we live in a world where men and women can walk around and say we don't need each other. Correct. We don't because just as you said, we can rely on the county, the government. Mm -hmm. They've created grocery stores. They've created electrical grids. They've created a lot of things to do, which is helping do the number one thing that we're going through. Are they now currently breaking and tearing down the nuclear family? So the first thing they did is they took the, the woman away from the man. Now they're taking the man and the woman away from each other totally. Do you now see that happening in today's society? I could say I, I do. Okay. <clears throat> and it's all for a bigger plan. We don't know what the plan is, but it, it, it is what it is. So Rayshawn says, no, nah, I'm sorry. It's what values are installed into you from uh, installing for your parents. Discipline coming from a man that didn't lose his virginity at 25. Keith said access to excess had a message, um, has made it worse for sure. For men and women, especially social media. True. I definitely agree with that. So, Keyshawn. Is that Key? No, that's Rayshawn. My bad. <laughs> Oops. My bad, Rayshawn, for Rayshawn. Okay, cool. Congratulations that, that you um, were able to remain a virgin at 25 years old. But also, at the same time, you have men out here to this day that between 18 and 33 men are like totally sexless virgins or haven't had sex in the past year. Whereas if you look at the same demographic of women today, um, they are, if you compare a 23 year old woman to a 53 year old woman, they're having sex and access. Like they, they are going above and beyond. They're having multiple on top of multiple on top of multiple partners. You have to work for sex. Whether you practice abstinence or not, you can be as celibate as you choose to be or call it discipline. Even when you choose to, to go against your discipline, you have to actually go out and work for sex. Women don't. So that's why men who can sleep with multiple women usually are get a pat on the back because it's not an easy thing to do. So I agree with you. To a point, but at the same time, if you look at history, if you gave every man an option, if every wife gave their husband an option, hey, you can go out and fuck freely as long as you make sure you take care of home, 98% of those men is going to play. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Because men just, they're just not blind. Some get Some get caught, and a lot of them don't. Which kind of goes to there's some man, I can't wait to have you on a ladies' night. What else you wanna talk? I, I still definitely I'm still not going for the whole the men that's it's not them technically cheating because at the end of the day, it's like whether females are based off of emotions or not, I mean I understand it is more of a physical thing. And it's like if the man can't get that from his woman, then he feels the need to kinda 
go elsewhere where he doesn't feel as stressed, he feels more accepted. But it's like at the same time, if you have that man who feels like, okay, well, my woman, she a whole different type of freak. Like she do all kinds of shit. So it's like, it's, it's based off of reasoning. Like if that man feels he could get all that, what he needs in that one individual, that one woman, he's going to be faithful because he's satisfied. He's happy. If happiness is being brought from home, guess where that man is going? He's going home. Why? Because he has no need to cheat. But the fact that if he does go out and cheat, it doesn't excuse it because based off of ancestor, based off of where he originated from. No, it's based off of him not being happy. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Well, that's not true. Because hold on. The people that get cheated on, does that man usually cheat with the same archetype of woman that he has at home? Like if he has a sister, is it a white girl or a Mexican or a Puerto Rican or a Russian chick? It's never... Like the most beautiful one. So let's take for you, for instance, you take care of yourself, your gym, you've kept up with yourself. You, 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 you a good five and a half or six. No, fuck a five. <laughs> Don't ever in your life. A five. I beg to differ. That's, See, listen. You know I'm going to talk shit. Only hey. only a, a person of that caliber can relate to that measure you, of a five. You so. know you know, you look good. Well, right? thank you. Now, nine times out of ten, he going to fuck with a fat bitch. Yeah, of course. Because if anything, she's going to make him feel worshipped. No, it's not It's going to be easier. No, it's it's going to be something that He's basically... not looking to replace you. It's just the moment of satisfaction. That's of it. Of course. Thank you. But that's just it. Like that's that's the difference is it's not to look for a replacement. It's to look for something different. She'll be a fat white girl or a fat Latina. Right. But it's just for the moment. It doesn't change his household, doesn't change whether it's he's not even in a bad relationship. I mean, but at the same time, though, it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be about the looks. Like I said, I know one thing for sure is if that man, if he feels he's either not wanted or if he's feeling unhappy, not satisfied, or if that woman is a stressor, then he is going to go elsewhere to find that satisfaction. And that's why a lot of women who feel like, oh, that woman's not half me, this, this, and that. But guess what? At the end of the day, that woman's not nagging him about missing certain things. It's like... What is that woman is going to give that man everything that he fucking wants with so no I matter think, how wrong he is. She could know all about the wife, but in her mind, she's going to do any and everything to keep that man. And that man is going to do shit. If that's where he feel that that satisfaction is, that's where he's going to continue to go back to. So I think your second show, because next week we have a show where you're going to be co-hosting. I think your second show is we're going to bring in a nice little couple that practice polygamy. So you can hear it firsthand because I did a whole series on that because it's it's uh, once once you hear it and you see how happy they are in their relationship and they've been happy and things change. Now, that was that was one nice little lovely segment. (laughs) See, so tonight. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually going to break her in just a little bit. (laughs) Get some good little talking points in. Drive a little crazy. We're going to talk some shit and have some fun. You ready for this? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. All right. Mm-hmm. So you said that um, the struggle of the black man uh, and how there's more availability for the woman than there is the man. Uh, 
is this just financially? What what is your what what all would you say that that entails? Repeat that question. You said that the black man, mm-hmm. the struggle of the black man. Is it just financially, or would you say more? What what part are you referring to? Well, you said that you want to talk about the struggle of the black man. Oh, okay, okay. You're talking about the first. Okay, no, it was just pretty much more so about like I said. It's like every. It's a lot of certain systems and sources that provided to women, single women, single mothers that aren't provided to men. It's very hard for men in general to get the actual support and assistance that they need from the county due to the fact because it's formed around just single mothers to help single mothers and to basically tear down the, I don't want to, it's just. The nuclear family. No, it goes. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They're killing the nuclear family and they started it with the, the, the black, the black home. Now, are you familiar with the term she economy? The she economy? Okay, well then that's going to be your research. Look up the she economy and where we're at today. So they're saying that what is this? 2026 years from now more than 50% of all women will be not only single mm. but childless between the ages of 18 and 35. It's crazy. I I'm not with the way that this generation is going, I'm not surprised. Because you have too many women that want that independent alpha dominant role, but then they wonder why they can't get a man. And then even though like the women that are super independent, they don't leave no room for that man to feel needed. So it's like, cause you have now this generation yet again, you have it to where you have some men that feels like, you know, they just throw away that term gold digger. So you have some women that don't want to feel like they're going to be placed in that, in that, in that category to where, Oh, I could do for myself, but you come across some men who actually feel like chivalry. You feel me? For them, it's something they they want to protect. They want to take care of their women. But yet again, you have some men who actually throw it out there as if women only want one thing for them, but they still want the girlfriend benefits. They still want to be fucked on raw. They still want to be sucked on. They still want to do all this shit. So it's like at the same time, they but they don't want to give up none of their money. But it's like they're looking at it with this with this standpoint as if that's the only thing that women are good for is just trying to play them. But it makes it hard for women to still be in sync with their femininity because you have the men that are tearing them down like that. And it's like, at the same time though, yet again, you do have women who want to be that alpha dog. They want that role and they don't know how to tone it down when it comes down to recognizing a man who's in that dominant stage and knows what it is that he want out of his women, which is is to be sensitive to be in her soft girl era, but she's so aggressive because of a lot of the men nowadays, they just, you know, they make it hard. They make it hard. Is it really the fact that men make it hard or is it the fact that we no longer raise women to be wives and men to be men? Absolutely. That is definitely it. Listen, when I just saw a video of a little girl, when I, the little girl was singing, what is the damn song with a little sexy red chick? Okay, so boom, perfect. So I got a question from Keith, but before I do that, I want to also jump into this. Mm-hmm. We also have to look at the black woman's role model. Mm-hmm. One of my questions for ladies' nights is, who is your current female role model? Now, if I were to ask you that, who would you say? 
it's funny that you say that because all bullshit aside, based off of her work ethic and where she came from, I would say Tiana Taylor. Okay. Now let's go with Tiana Taylor. <laughs> Who also lived in a polygamous fucking relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But work ethic. What work ethic? Because the only thing that she absolutely achieved was landing a multi-million dollar husband and a music career. Okay, so she's also in production. She's also in choreography. She actually choreographers with other dancers like what Lola Brooke and all that. And on top of that, she manages to still take over her. She takes takes on being a mother as well as working out as well as acting like she has all these different hats that she wears. So honestly, when it comes down to the polygamy, I understand, you know, different folks, different strokes. Uh-huh. You have some people that feel like, you know, that may, it may be her decision or his decision. I never really looked that far into that because I'm not going to look at anyone else's life as, you know, something that I'm going to look up to in that area of where I want something to be just because I don't, I don't, I don't support that. But as far as her work ethic, she's definitely my role model with that. Because no. I've seen her from when I was younger. What was it? My sweet 16 from her being that little bratty, you know, little teenager to seeing the woman she's become now. I got to give her her flowers for that. Now, of all the things that, that she is, right, which one, of, which one of those character traits that she holds is what would make her attractive to men a, um, a man's like a real man a man's man i want to say her stability i want to say her stability and as well as her work ethic to where she doesn't want to be taken care of she actually partakes in that she actually gets out there and does not have a problem adding rather than just being considered a liability in a relationship okay so just in all honesty that's see that's where men get emasculated because a man is typically supposed to be known as the stability. So if as the man's man and you come in, which is why she was with a multimillionaire uh, basketball player, he was actually the stability. He allowed her to be able to go take on all the things that she, that she wanted to go take on because if she didn't have that man and she happened to be a single mother, mm-hmm. would that be harder for her to be able to do? I, I agree it would be. Okay, so as a man, the man has t- typically been known to be the safety, the security, and the provider. All of those things are go hand-in-hand hand with stability. A man's job is to create stability. A woman's job is to be the beauty and the nurturer. Everything else that comes after that, unless he's a broke nigga, mm-hmm. like, why would he care about his woman's stability? See, we will naturally, men naturally have no problem taking care of a woman, but let a woman be in the position where she's taking care of a man. Mm -hmm. Y'all have a time limit on that shit. (laughs) You got six months, eight months, maybe a year. Get it together. But it's a reason why, though. It's a reason why, though, because at the end of the day. Because you're the nurturer. We're the stability. We have no problem taking care of you. A millionaire man will pull a chick out of McDonald's and take care of her. But let you be a millionaire woman and walk in the same McDonald's and see Tyson Beckford, but he's in a McDonald's uniform. You're not looking at him. I mean, honestly, 
I like, and this is what we talked about last time. I feel it goes based off of where that person is in their life. You have, I mean, it's like it's hard to be a woman and want to be in your feminine, your femininity area. To, I mean, your, excuse me, your feminine era to where it's like, okay, I want a man that's going to be dominant. I want a man that's going to be able to show me that he can lead and set that tone. <laughs> But if that woman is automatically a breadwinner and she sees a man that's not of her caliber, yet again, you cannot fault her for wanting a man to be able to lead that way for her. Correct. Because but, but it's that's, like you're you're right, and I'm agreeing with you 100. percent The thing about it is, in order for her to be in her feminine, she needs a man that's achieving and doing more than her. See, a Tiana Taylor, great for all she has, she's actually limited her access. To viable men because she she has too many resources. And so like every man that deals with her understands that it, that Shumpert made this much money. So they're automatically judging her off of that alone if they don't have that. They have to have more. But men that have more usually seek more feminine women and women that come with all of those accolades, all of those different things that she has created for herself are what makes a man go, we know she's not in her feminine. Because in order to get to a certain level as a woman, you have to be in your masculine. And we know that because as men, that's how we get to that level ourselves. It's a type A personality, which usually means you're argumentative, you're a natural leader. You don't follow. And that's the total opposite of feminine. So as a man, when we look at women, mm-hmm. we're never looking at your bank account. We're, the first thing we notice is your beauty, then your booty. And then from there, it's, it's nature and nurture. Like how feminine are you really? Unless he's broke, which means he's a man that's in his feminine. He's a man that's not coming to the table with anything you want, which is why so many dudes that jump in y'all's DMs, hey, baby, hey, beautiful, hey, this, hey, sunshine, hey, da 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 Y'all don't care for those dudes. Um, no. There are some, get a, uh, I beg to differ, because if it's somebody that I'm, conversing with and if they hit me with something like that I like that shit like no we're talking about the dudes that just jump in your shit okay, and just then, simp on you then I mean honestly, and you might see one that's cute and then you get to know him and then you find out like he's not a man's man and he's looked at your shit and he's like okay so she's like out here on her A game I want a piece of her pie I want to I want to be I want to sit at her table not build her table build the table show her no fuck your table come to this table No, it's a statement. <laughs> All right. The question, thoughts thoughts on black men in therapy. He said, actually, black women as well. What are your thoughts on therapy for the black community? What I feel like they turn the they turn the other cheek. And I feel like that's not cool. And I say that because I feel like a lot of things could really be resolved. And I feel like there's no judgment cast upon black people when they do actually talk about certain things and it's like 
I just don't like the fact that black families teach like, oh, black people don't go to therapy. And this is a good actual topic because I just called my mother. And I I hope she don't, if she's not watching this, I hope she don't kill me for this. But it pissed me off because I told her like, mom, I'm going, you know, I just made an appointment. Me and the boys were going to therapy. And her her response was, what the fuck? I said, what? She said, black people don't go to therapy. I said, what do you mean black people don't go to therapy? And she told me, because, like, they basically consider me to be the white girl of the family because there's certain things that I choose to do differently. And I feel like knowing what my family just experienced, and it's not even myself alone, my kids, like, seeing how it's affecting them in school and seeing I'm not going to be the first one to be like, okay, I'm going to automatically just rule it out like they're a bad kid. No, my babies are going through shit. Like, we just had two deaths that just happened, like, less than three weeks apart. And my family's never suffered anything this tragic. So if I know I'm going through it, I can only imagine what they're going through. And so that's why it's like they may not want to always talk to me about things. Sometimes they may feel better talking to a person who don't know them because they don't want to feel like they're going to get in trouble. And I know, like, that's why, you know, a lot of kids growing up, they lie because they're afraid of what might happen if they tell the truth. That, that platform for them is not put down. Like it's going to be okay if they do tell the truth every single time because they're gonna be, there's going to be some type of judgment that they're going to feel. Or they're going to feel like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble by doing this. That's why kids start growing these terrible habits of stealing or doing little shit, which turns into bigger shit once they get older. But I feel like my kids, the more they talk to me, I don't try to hit them with that, oh, you're a boy, you fall and hit yourself and cry. Oh, no, suck it up. Like, no, you can't cry. You're a boy. You're supposed to. I'm not doing that with my kids because I'm not. I need to teach them how to be able to be vocal and speak on certain things when certain shit makes them feel a way, as well as being expressive about certain emotions or understanding. Because my youngest, I'm having certain issues with him now, but I know it's for a fact because he misses his dad. Um, and I, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. Now, now I will say. <clears throat> Okay, so we just had this conversation on girl, uh, ladies' night the other day, right? So the question at hand is, women are emotional, men are logical. We have the terms that women mature faster than men. But when something tragic or something happens, women lash out emotionally. Mm-hmm. Is that truly mature? No. Okay, so what you're saying is you want to teach your boys to be more emotional and deal with things. But at the same time, what I would say is as a man and with a male role model in their life, we would never teach them that. We actually teach you to deal with your emotions. Mm -hmm. If you're hurt, it doesn't hurt. Get up, dust it off, keep it moving. You know what that means? Deal with your emotions. Deal with the emotion of the situation, but keep it going. Don't dwell on it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're That's dealing with the you when you cause... deal with the bully at school, the father's gonna say, "Hit him," and if he beats you up, get back up and fight until you win. Okay, deal with your emotions, control yourself, but also handle yourself. Like when it comes to emotions, 
the way that we deal with it as men is actually way more mature than women, which is why mm-hmm. women flatten tires, <laughs> cut tires, bust out windows, spray paint cars, uh, beat down your door. Let me in. Let me in. I'm going to stay here till you let me in. I'm going to call the police and trespass you. I don't care. And then as soon as they show up, he hit me. No, you're lying. Like, it's all on camera. Okay, but I got it. Okay, so let me intervene and let me go ahead and make sure I correct this. Okay, so by me saying I want my boys to be more emotional. No, it's not I want them to be more emotional. I just want them to be more aware of their emotions and how to move forward with them because that is something that I've been told a lot growing up is that I handle, and these people make excuses for me, like, oh, because I have nothing but brothers. So they'd be like, oh, well, you handle your emotions like a boy, like a man. That's like that's actually that. great. You, you are a man's heaven then. <laughs> you are a man's heaven. Because guess what? My Jordans ain't getting cut up. My clothes ain't getting bleached. And, I, and you know what was so funny to me? Because I kid you not, like, no matter what I've went through with any of my exes or whatever, I've never been that type of female to feel like I have to go fuck up somebody else's shit just to get my point across. Like, if anything, I feel like he would be great. Like, he would be happy that I'm fucking gone. He don't have to deal with that psycho shit. But my whole thing with that is, at the end of the day, I'd rather hit him where it hurts even more, and he's just going to miss my presence. My my absence is what's going to make him feel like, you know what, damn, I fucked up. Like, you know what, she was doing this, 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 and that. And now, the this way- is off topic, but the only way that works is if you leave him. Because if he leaves you... He ain't never go. Oh, of course. Off class. (laughs) Okay. Listen, if he leaves, then nah, that's that's something that's complete. Nah, it's definitely going to have to be me leaving him. And I say that in a sense because, for instance, me and my kid's dad, the way I left, all the shit that he's done to me, I feel like um, there should be no judgment because everybody's went through that point in their life to where they stayed after they know that they shouldn't have. But everything that 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 man's done to me, and I still continue to, I let him know once after I have my second son, I'm leaving. Like I prayed on it and I manifested in my happiness. I got myself together and I'm like, you know what, Lord, if this man is not for me, please give me a sign. And I continued to get signs until it was like, okay, you know what? It's time for you to go. Once I left and he had no control over me no more. Oh yeah. It was, a yeah. Mm-mm. All right, so what are your thoughts on therapy for, for men and women? Like, just individually or yeah, just... like individually a, or, or even as I a whole. I feel like that could be it. beneficial, too, though. I feel so, like that could be definitely beneficial because instead of that person having to just always keep it bottled up, there it's, it's an outlet. And honestly, I stream on these two websites that, you know, I've talked to fucking hella random people all the time, but it's because it's a ther- it's therapeutic for me because I don't talk to none of my family like that. I love them, but the way they put me up on this pedestal, like I'm this superwoman, but that is the way I pre- put myself out there as well on how I handle How are you going to be superwoman? You five foot two. First, okay, you know what? Strike two. Strike two. 4'11 four, four, four with your First shoes off. First off, I'm not five two, okay? Don't fucking play with me. And I got the good boots on today, so oh, they can't see it. I got to get the... <laughs> She came so up I'm about here. a good 5'9". She came up with her red velvets. I'm, I'm about a good 5'9 <laughs> in these. <laughs> All right, so therapy. My my take on the therapy is it's a good, it's a win and it's a loss. It depends, okay? Uh, therapy for men has actually been proven to, to be more ineffective than what it is for women because, again, women are uh, emotional. 
men when we when we get when we get emotional our emotions tend to come out in anger mm -hmm. which is anger leads to physicality mm -hmm. which is violence mm -hmm. which is why you have school shooters etc mm -hmm. right every every serial killer has been diagnosed with anger issues doesn't know how to deal whereas kids need sports that's why I put my babies in football. Yep. That's so <laughs> and boxing. So for me as a child, especially growing up in the hood, uh, a lot of anger issues, a lot of fighting, a lot of street fights. So I got put in boxing, I got put in gymnastics, I got put in football, even basketball. Okay. Football and boxing are what helped me more than anything. And then as I got older, I found like the gym, which for me is more therapeutic. So the most Recent thing that happened to me is losing my mom five years ago. And I did become depressed. But I didn't realize I was depressed until COVID happened and they closed down the gyms. And then they closed because then I was going to the parks and doing a little workouts at the parks and they closed down all the parks. So then, you know, I was just stuck at home to do like home workouts. But it's just that's just doesn't do it for me. Um, that's where depression kicked in. I did go to therapy and therapy did help but what helped more than anything was when i actually got back in the gym and then started really like taking care of myself whereas like right now i'm kind of going through it a little bit mentally and emotionally because i broke my elbow so for the last three weeks i've been able to go to the gym but i can only do cardio and legs and for me that is not enough because i can't take out any of my full aggressions and and issues and problems. Like I'm not gonna be at the gym for two, three, four hours just doing legs and cardio. Right. It's just not gonna work. But I go to maintain to still stay. And then this podcast. This podcast has probably been one of the biggest helps ever because like everybody knows I'm an open book. I have no problem talking about anything. I tell everything. There's no secrets in my life. So it's a good way to to get certain things out without and also helping other people get through their own shit because we do we all we go through things and it's hard life is hard so this podcast which is why it's real people real conversations and and and, and that's what it's all about where you can come and it's a safe space you can come sit on the casting couch the casting couch. Oh. <laughs> oh. The fucking sounds, yo. I'm not gonna do that. Of all sounds, why that sound? That was the only, like... Do you know what the casting couch is? The casting couch? Yeah. Casting for what? I'm hoping you're not saying which, what I'm thinking you're saying. What, I'm, what are you referring to? Google casting couch you know and you what? get your phone. You know what? Everybody knows what the casting couch is. I'm pissed because <laughs> as much as I used to work when I worked at Hard Rock and all them AVN porn stars, yep. listen. That's coming I up. I want to lick it up. I'm not licking up. I'm not licking it up at all. I'm well, good. Well, that you you are right on the target. Nope. The casting couch. No. Mm -mm. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really a casting couch. It's just the first you thing see, everybody yeah, says. I'm going to have to start bringing some Lysol spray. Actually, I got Lysol wipes, and I wipe it down after all y'all. Nope, I wipe it all down and the mics and everything. So that's why nobody here is ever sick. It's 
never leaves here talking about, oh, I got the cooties. Nope, I keep this place spackling clean. Okay, so my question is, what happened? How did how did the ladies' night go? They've been going great. You ain't been watching? No, how did this last one go? Because you was talking about they were having like real topics and needed to get more reality on there. Like, what did you mean by that? Um, so there were supposed to be three ladies. One that was actually supposed to be here showed up, and then the other one was someone that was coming to, they want to learn how to do podcasts and run a podcast, etc. I remember that. <laughs> so she ended up becoming a guest, but she's been on here before. The thing with her is she doesn't like to answer questions. <laughs> she always tries to answer, ask, answer the question with another question or do anything, which is usually a key tactic for someone either running away from their emotions. Mm -hmm. um, they honestly can't answer it or they're a people pleaser. And the longer you do this, the more you get to see people's personalities and personality traits. And uh, it was the same thing before is this you're the, the more people that you interview, you're going to see the difference between people that live in the world of logic and people that live in delusion. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately a lot of people live in delusion. We talked about that. And delusion is what allows people to, Never be accountable for their bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, and they pretty much just just lollygag through life because reality for I mean, honestly, reality is hard for people. Right. So the harder reality is to deal with delusion is absolutely amazing. And it, it, when it comes when it comes to women because women don't have to deal with a, a lot of different shit that men do. Mm -hmm. Living in delusion is a lot easier. And then if you're an attractive woman and men are constantly up your ass and telling you ain't shit and no one ever tells you about yourself because they're so worried about just fucking you, guess what? You could be the worst person in the world, but you're never going to believe that because when you call your girlfriends because somebody told you about yourself, they're going to reiterate he just doesn't deserve you. Mm. You're a great person. You're this, you're that, which helps your delusion grow 10 times more. So you're never the problem. But when you have broken a relationship after broken relationship with the exact same issues, at some point in time, you have to look in the mirror and ask yourself what's going on. Mm. The questions that I ask Friday is the first boys club. The exact same questions are going to be asked to the men. So the beauty of it is you can then watch a ladies night, hear the same questions, and then watch a boys club, hear the same questions mm -hmm. and see emotional answers versus <laughs> logical answers, which also shows why there is a separation between men and women today. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then what I want to do is I want to actually hold a panel with the women that have been on ladies night with the men that have been on boys club. And I'm just going to get a big podcast set somewhere and we're just going to go and show up and do it that way so that we can evaluate each other's answers between the two, which will hopefully send a good message to the men and women today that are out here that are single to understand.
emotional answers versus logical answers is the number one reason why most people are single. A lot of women want a masculine man, but they want to be masculine themselves. Mm-hmm. They think that money and their careers, et cetera, are what turn men on. No, that's a turnoff to men. Mm-hmm. Your sexuality turns us on more than anything, which is the number one thing that we want is fucking sex. That is the top of our list. And then take care of our babies and be able to cook for us. Can you maintain a home? We don't care if you can maintain a career. That's not where we want you at. Two, like, it's hard and it's a little bit harsh. But at the end of the day, I don't care if you have a fucking master's degree because while you're sitting here saying you're independent, you have a master's degree, but you want a man to take care of you. Cool, you just went out and created debt that I have to take care of. Why do we care about how much money you make if you want me to take care of you? They don't even, like, that's an oxymoron. You're independent until the check comes for dinner. You just said you're independent so many times on a date, but the moment that check comes, you're looking right across the table, looking him dead in his eyes, looking at that check. Look him dead in his eyes, looking at that check. Look him dead in his eyes, looking at that check. Because if he dare goes, we're going Dutch, or if he dare goes, you got it, you're done. Which is why I tell so many men, if she says independent more than three times on a date, leave. Or make her pay her half of the bill. And if she got something to say, look at her and say, you said you was independent. Um, Sean said, Father Sam, beat that ass, handle your business, you damn right. Uh, man's heaven and a man's peace. Yes, man's heaven. <laughs> Marcy said, it's easy to spot the delusional ones. It, How could you spot the delusional ones? Well, she's a, a, she's a female. So for women, <laughs> for women, y'all, okay. y'all are the more social ones. Y'all are far more social than men. Like if you ask me, okay, let's just put it this way. When, as women, y'all would be like, I need to go to the club. I just want to go dance. Let's have a girl's night out. Let's do this. Y'all have to get out of the fucking house to go do shit. As a man, I've never called up my niggas and be like, man, I'm dying to dance. I need to go cut her up. Hey, we need to go have a boy's night. I need a drink and a shake my ass. Like, it doesn't Yo, happen. You got, it, nah, because you got the dancer dudes, you feel me? That gay guys. The They're gay. Get out there. Gay. They're gay. No, They're gay. No, not all of them, though. Yes, they are. No, you, no. That's wild. Uh, look, look. You got, bro- you got brothers undercover, and we can call them out every <laughs> single time. We can call that look. <laughs> Even <laughs> Eric over here laughing his ass off on Facebook chat. Okay? Men do not. We don't feel like that. We don't do that. Y'all, do, man, dudes do be like. Niggas will stay just... in the house and play 2K until 4 o'clock in the morning every damn day. They could, but. And you would know. before we'll want to go to the club. Because <laughs> there's no. This is why, this is why as men, as men, we don't really care about the club. You know why? Especially in this, I tell women to look at this all the time. If you have a man that's cool, that's better off being at home than being at the club, leave that nigga alone. Cause what you're asking him to do, we go to the club for sex. We know what the club, the club is for sex. Mm -hmm. 100%, which is why as men, when you're in a relationship, we want you to, we don't want you there. 
because now you're doing two things. One, you're you're selling yourself as you're available because you're in a place where available women are supposed to be at. I agree. Two, niggas is disrespectful as hell. If yeah. you're my woman, that nigga smack your ass and you call me talking about this nigga smack my ass, now potentially I'm going to jail. Nah, he w- I w- you just <laughs> created an extra situation I don't need. Let, I mean, nah, I'm not even going to think too deep into that, but I definitely get what you say, you know. Look, he said facts. <laughs> no lie. Madden 24 all day. Okay. <laughs> because at the end of the day, but we have to be the protector. So the reason you're calling me, because if you say, oh, you smacked my ass, and I'd be like, okay, you don't want to take your ass to the club. Told you not to go. <laughs> Soon as you come home, fuck you. Get out. We done. How dare you not come protect me? How dare you not do you just let any old nigga just disrespect me? Um, No, you let the nigga disrespect you because I told you not to go out in the first place. If anything, thank you. You see how we can't win that one? Nah, you know what? But I'll give I'll give you that though. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Listen, one thing I can say, I will give, you know, that's when it's due. And you are right, because my brother, he when it comes down to it, when he has his day off, if it comes he would rather be in the house playing the game. When a man is happy and is content and he's at home, you better be happy he is content and he is at home. When he start running them streets again, understand, he's running the streets for a reason. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So. I believe that. Uh, Marcy said, men don't want you in the club. Men are sharking after his lady. Correct. And this is the thing. We know men better. We know. <sighs> okay. We know two things. One, the more alcohol gets in your system, the looser you get, the wetter you get. Uh, your inhibitions tend to drop, and it has been proven scientifically that women get turned on the more you drink. I wonder if that's probably, you know what, no, nah, that actually makes sense, because ever since I, like, really gave up drinking like that. You ain't been freaky like that. It ain't even about that. It's, like, just more of, I just don't find, I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm too damn old to be still doing that shit, like. Well, you are too old to be doing that. You First off, I almost threw this damn brush at you. Let me start. Let, Why are on. you so violent? No, because see, I <laughs> thought you were. I thought you were a submissive, feminine, and divine feminine. To my man. To my man. Uh, no. To my man. No. Not to any man. No. No. It takes the right no. Of a man to bring no. That, that is not true. That yes, is not is. true. Yes, a woman is. that is in her divine feminine and a man that is in his divine masculine is that twenty four hours a day. Same thing. Mm-hmm. You are not a wife because a nigga puts a ring on your finger. You walk in the spirit of the wife every single solitary day. Because the moment that I see your ass and I see the way you carry yourself and that you walk in the spirit of a wife is the reason that I will marry your ass. If that shit is turn on, turn off like a motherfucking Rubik's Cube, I'm going to start to play this bitch. It's a light switch. Then it's not real. I mean, of course that makes sense if I'm in the presence of the man that I want to actually, you know. Bullshit. No, it ain't bullshit. It is bullshit. No, it's not. Yes, it is because it's what not. you practice. Because if I don't, if you the mailman or if you the grocery store clerk or something, I'm not gonna be all extra. Oh, thank you, sir. Give me my shit. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no. see, see, that's the problem. And then, y'all, y'all see her true nature. You see her true. Give me that shit. <laughs> my, my my size nah. two foot up your no, ass. But I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not gonna just be extra. I mean, it's like it literally takes the right type of man to bring that submissive side out of me. Fuck because- that. Nope. Because I'm a masculine man at all times. 
That don't mean nothing. Yeah, it does. You're not going to bring that and the out women, of And the women that I have fucked with and actually been in relationships with have been feminine at all times with every... And that's the thing. And when people meet the women that I'm with, they're like, oh my gosh, she is so nice. She is so <laughs> sweet. She is so... That is like, that's why she's fucking mine. Dang. I don't need no female that is... When she, because you are a direct reflection of me. Okay. So if you are a direct reflection of me and I am the ultimate of masculinity, you are the ultimate of femininity. When a motherfucker sees you, you going to be the same way to them out of my presence as you are in my presence. So answer me this. So if you like your woman to be all soft and sweet in the uh, presence of any man, Guess what? Now you got to worry about her fucking on the next man because you want to sit there and get you a yes woman that's so in her soft girl area. No, because guess what? I'm not going to be the one all in every dude face smiling and kiki and no. What? Because at this the end the of thing. the day, I am a reflection of my man. When a woman so, is in no, 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 her hold soft hold on, hold on, girl, she I ain't let out you like that on. to be like that. Listen, I listen. I kid you not. When my when it comes down to me being in the presence of a man that I want. It's not about it's not not about that force or that manipulation or that control. It's about me knowing how to turn that switch on and go into my femininity mode because at the end of the day I know what I want. It's about me allowing my wants to want me and come to me naturally. That right man is going to bring that submissive side out of me, but it, it takes the not, right man. That is, look, me. It takes the right man. I'm not going to allow anybody to bring that out of and, me. And you, have, be you a, are a now dumb, also going to become another project of Mr. Bailey. I'm going to put you in your motherfucking feminine mm -mm. at all times. Mm -mm. At all times. Mm -mm. Because you can't. It's This is the thing. NFL athletes become NFL athletes because they practice that shit 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. My basketball athletes become that because Ooh, they you know are what? athletes. I have to intervene, 24 though. 24 hours to intervene, though. a day, 365 and days out of the year no, until listen. they make it. There's I gotta no intervene switch. That. It is. It is. And I say that this is coming from a one of my actual friends who was playing professional football. It is a fucking switch. If you don't know how to turn that switch off, no, it is a switch, and I do not want to hear that because at the end of the day, you have to be super aggressive. You have to be in that zone. And if once, you, once you're done with practice or a football game or whatever, you're not still in football mode. No. Bullshit. You have to, no, you're not. Bullshit. You're going to go home. You're going to be soft. My you're cousin see your is a retired athlete right now, and this nigga is still alpha as shit. Brian Erlacher lives around the corner. From, we was. They actually, don't know how to control it. They don't know how to control when they turn on and off that switch. No, because That's masculinity is. isn't a switch. It is it's the, not even, about masculinity. Even, even when you walk in the room, people pay attention to that because it is your spirit. It is it's, who you are. This sweet girl, you look across the room, this sweet girl, she's not smiling at you, but she got a smile on her face. Like, it's a certain way that certain people are, and it is in their spirit. That turning on, turning off shit, that's like me saying, you know, I'm going to, hold on, here's an analogy for you. Mm -hmm. That means Monday through Friday, I'm the most masculine man that I ever need to be. But on Saturday and Sunday, I'm wearing your heels and your dresses, and you're going to accept that shit. Okay, so that's actually, that's, 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 that's a hidden sexuality. No, Some no. shit going on there. That's yeah. more on a different level. No. But what I'm saying is, I so want to be in my feminine. Do you talk to, okay, so do you talk to your woman the same way you talk to your guys? 
I'll wait. Let me. I'll just. I'm gonna wait. Answer that question. No, I am. Actually, I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. So you hit them up with the hey, baby. You'd be all soft with your boys, or you be all extra masculine. Like you don't turn that switch on or off. No. What's up, nigga? Sit your ass down too. Okay, so then that's basically you not knowing how to recognize that your woman is in her soft girl area if that's how you talk to her. No. Period. I, that rests my case. No. Then I that walk, means I you walk in the are, spirit, no. I walk in the spirit Baby, of masculinity masculine, at all times. A masculine man is going to be able to acknowledge when a woman is in her soft girl era, and they're going to be able to acknowledge they need to be more sen- See, sensitive to that. this is the story that is that. sold, but unfortunately it's not the story that is told. I'm not trying to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a story that is sold. It is not the story that is told. That is my females today right uh, because your grandma huh, best way to do it your grandma was she nice to everybody did she feed the whole motherfucking neighborhood could all the kids come to her goddamn house hell was no she, what your, my grandmother rest your, in peace but no what the fuck okay my grandmother all the kids in the neighborhood she fed them she took care of them whether it was Bless the mailman, heart. whether it was my grandfather, whether it was my daddy, whether it was a straight, the Hudnalls next door. Do you need any water? Can I get you anything? Will you do? She was a feminine woman at all times. When I worked at the nursing home, you saw the single old bitter bitch. And you saw the chick where her husband was actually just right down the hall. And they were still married, and we had to break them up in the middle of the night because he was in there humping on her ass, fucking up her hip (laughs) and everything. But guess what? Darling, did you eat anything today? Like, you ain't even got a kitchen in here. You still trying to feed a nigga. So by being, okay, so that's basically what you're saying is by her being sweet and being all extra generous and friendly. So what you want to tell me is that you want a friendly female. That's Correct? not friendly. Ah, you just said it. No. You said that's her being in her femininity, right? Okay. But you're taking Answer you're, the question. Yes you're or trying no. to turn friendly into sexual. But it don't even matter. Like if you ask it does base, because no, we don't see man, friendly as sexual. If you ask a man to this day, I can call my brother or I can call any one of my relatives and ask them if your woman, if you walk up and if a man sees that his woman is friendly and smiling and give all extra giddy and oh, do you need this? Do you need that? They're going to be like, what the fuck? Like you're too friendly. Okay, no man really likes that. You, you are exaggerating the fit. The friendliness. No, I'm just saying. You're trying to see. There's a difference between friendly and flirty. Who said no? No, I get what you're yeah, saying, but that's not what that's, I'm referring that's to. That's what's going to be the difference. Because if she's giddy, that's flirty. Okay, but if, if she, she's offering no, 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 to no. help, I'm not talking or about you just can the have giddy. a drink, or would you like some lemonade? That is literally just old, old, feminine. Down that's south hospitality. hospitality. That's hospitality. Thank you. I have hospitality. That's not that. That's not an issue. But what I'm saying is, what I wanted to get back to you. You have some men who actually like that, like that whole. Oh, somebody just hit you in the head. What happened? <laughs> Friendly versus agreeable. That's not. See, that's not what I'm. I mean, I get what they're saying yet again, but I'm talking about you. You have men that act a certain way with their women, and then you have other. You have the uh, men that act a certain way when they're with their relatives. You have the men that act a certain way when they're with their homeboys. It's different 
like it's different. Uh, what well, is it? Well, no, because it's not. Because this is the thing. It's for, a switch that like, they're turning for, on. Me personally, I, I choose the most feminine women in the world, but they also, and I make it very clear from day one, I'm going to talk shit to you and I require you to talk shit back. And so let and me guess, you, that's a part of the mass. Okay, if so you, if you don't talk shit, then you, you just gonna have to learn. Don't take nothing personal. It's not an attack on you, but understand. Like so, if she doesn't is, hold on. So if you if she doesn't I, talk shit back women, to I've you, I've lost women because they're just like, I just think you're just too mean, and it's like it's not. Like I'm just talking shit. There's no malice in it, but I made it very clear. There are certain women that just can't handle it because so they are want, too sweet. You want to talk shit to your woman. Hell you yeah. want to do all of this, but you still want her to be in her feminine energy, but you don't want her to take it personal. That's a little contradicting. That's not contradicting. It is contradicting it's because it's kind of like in we, good fun. It's just fun. But if you There's wanna a ha- difference between like real life and I'm, an actual attack on you. That's what I'm saying, though. It's a switch. It's that's pretty much switch. what you're saying. No, because my switch is never. Let me ask you this. Is where you at right now? Is it a nice, peaceful, inviting situation? Where I'm at, where like in this house? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And didn't I talk shit to you from the moment I fucking met you when I had no idea who you was? But I mean, that was just based off the vibe that we had from jump. Correct. But this is the thing. I'm like this with everybody. I do this exact same. People ask, ask. Look, people look at me even at work and be like, "Only you could get away with that shit." Because of some of the shit that I say and who I talk shit to from the top of the ladder down to the to those under me. Okay, so answer me this. Why do you feel the need to talk shit in order for that to be just a part of you? Why do you feel like that is okay for you to sit there and say this is the type of woman that for the type of woman that you want to attract? It's like, okay, so you want to sit there and talk shit and all of that. And then you don't want to, like I said, you don't want her to take it personal. But at the same time, you basically you're putting your woman in a place to where she basically has to not only stand up to you, but she's going to have to change from that feminine state. She's going to have to, she's going to have to talk shit to you in order for it to be fun for you. Talk shit is just banter. What, what it is, is one. First off, in order to talk shit, it requires you to have a level of logic. In order for a woman to be in her soft girl era, it means for her to be at peace. If her peace is getting interrupted because you want her to but have to when lower I, herself and talk shit to her, <laughs> from her soft girl error, then that's kind of like you're bringing her out of it. It's right, like well, every time I talk shit to you, is it not funny? And do you not respond back? But it's because I mean, of course, I'm gonna respond back because it okay, gives me vibes so, like I'm with one of my brothers. I'm gonna talk shit, but let it be like, but let it be with my man or something. What, baby? Come here. Let me caress you. Let me rub your. I head mean, or, all that's I'm gonna be all, all that, of that. All that still happens too. That, that see, that's the uh, that's the what thing happens you, too. You still take care. You still are nurturing. You still love on her. You still treat her like a woman. You ain't treat her like a nigga. I mean, but the way that you're put it, the way... No, I'm, all I said is I still talk shit to... I talk shit to everybody. The woman I, that I wear... And I get that. You said, do that. you... The, yes. Why? Because I need to know that you also have a personality and that you can laugh and joke and talk shit back. There's no malice in it. But it also lets me know that you have a thought... You're, well, it lets me know that you're witty because the faster you come back, it's like, okay, she's on point. I mean, I look at that has like, nothing to do with her not being feminine. But look, though, right? Because, the, OK, so I get it as far as how you are. But I'm just saying I do know how people are in general. And it goes to show from those 
professional football players. Just hearing it from a professional football player out of his own mouth that it is a switch you have to turn on. So if you're around your kids, you gonna talk shit to the kids okay, too. Okay, so as a fo- no, do you talk shit to babies? Yes, you talk, I talk shit to my motherfucking kids. <laughs> See? And my kids talk shit back now, thank God. But hold on. As someone that played football all the way up to college, the switch that's on the field is totally different. Because once I hit the field and you are my opponent, I want to kill you. It's the same switch that happened in boxing. I don't look at people like that outside of the ring. But you or said 24 hours, field. though. Correct. Talking shit and that that level of the, football is not a level of masculinity. That is a level of extreme toxicity and violence. Football personality, as in that. Now, what you want to do is when you walk out on the field and your opponent sees you, there's a level of masculinity that they're going to see and be like, damn, I got to play against him. That's just the nature. That's what you see. There are certain men that, you know, when they walk in the room, they just demand attention. That is their spirit. It's just who they are. It's that level of masculinity because all masculinity isn't just because we're rough and tough and gruff in the way we talk to you. Basically, and that's why I say the spirit of masculinity. No, I said the spirit of masculine and the spirit of femininity and the same thing. The spirit of a wife, just like the spirit of a husband. A woman knows in a very short period of time if this is the man that I can spend the rest of my life with because. He walks in the spirit of a husband. He does husbandly things. When we see a woman, you show us that you are a wife, not because of what you say, Mm -hmm. because it's who you are. Mm -hmm. It's the way you may pick up a nigga's house. This is the first time you just, I beat the buns in last night. You woke up in the morning before you woke up before me. You cleaned up shit in the bathroom. You in the kitchen cooking. You doing wifely shit already that I never asked you to do. If that is the spirit of a wife, that is being a wife before you ever actually hold the title. Okay. I mean, that, and yet again, it's like with it being with me, you feel me? Like, yeah, I'm going to like be how I but am. That's not and I still do all that shit in general, but you can't make it seem like just but based you off of said, how I am and how I you talk. You said you do it based off of if he's this and if he's that. No, you would do that regardless because if, that's just who you are. What what started the what started the whole, you know, debate is just based off of me saying <laughs> it's going to take the right man to bring that submissive side out of me. And as well as my femininity, I'm going to that's going to be me that nurturing type of caring person. That's going to be me everywhere. But as far as to get that submissive side out of me in my soft girl era type of it's going to take the right man. I do not just put that on any Here's the bad part about that thought process. The bad part about that thought process is the right man might actually be in the room already, but he sees you not being that right woman, so he doesn't even approach you. And that's perfectly fine because... No, that's not. No, no, no. no. Hear me out when I say this. Hear me out when I say this. Y'all got to stop being okay with that. That's not okay. No, let me hear you. Hear me out when I say this. If honestly, and it's like respectfully... If I do not care about how I come off to you or how I portray to be as far as me being extra, because to me, I feel like if I don't care to impress you of, of any sort, whatever, I am I just don't care. I'm going to be me, but at the same time, I don't feel the need to have to turn on that switch 
for a man who I'm interested in. If it's a man I'm interested in, then that's he's going to get a different side of me. Okay, now, if it's somebody that I'm not interested in, then he's going to get that regular. Okay, so let me ask you this. Like, let me ask you this. When you're at work, do you always put your best foot forward? Because if you don't put your best foot forward, you're probably not going to get your, uh, you're not going to move up within the company. Uh, well, I don't, I mean, I work with kids, so are you referring to how I do my job with the kids? Well, not you personally. So keep this in mind and always keep this in mind, especially on this podcast. It's not about you. When we having these conversations in generalities, when people are at work, especially those that want to move up in the company, mm -hmm. are they always putting their best foot forward mm -hmm. because you never know who's watching? Absolutely. Okay. That should be the exact same way that women handle themselves at all times, which is why back in the day, 30s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, see, men went to college and women went to, uh, oh, shit, what the hell was that school where they taught you how to cook, how to clean. Culinary. No, uh-uh. It was, um, it'll come <laughs> to me. Cook, clean. They take They took no, 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 Nick. <laughs> butler. No, it was a school that literally taught you cross your legs, uh, do like this. This is how you set a table. Um, it literally was a school that was like to teach a woman to be a woman and even a wife, while men went off to like trade schools and or college, right? So by the time. I mean, both of them. By the time he, she was 21, 22, 23, she was married and knew exactly how to take care of a home. By the time he was 24, 25, 26, he was already, he knew how to be a husband and, and was willing to take care of the shit. And that is something that has been greatly lost from that time period till today. Because again, unfortunately, the feminine has been worked out of women. Because you guys now hold careers. 73% of y'all go to college. You guys take 73% of the degrees uh, in college, which also is like another crazy part because it's like 73% of the time y'all are graduating with degrees, even master's degrees, right? But you got you got a master's in this, but you fucking work doing cosmetology. So it's like, what'd you go to school for? <clears throat> chat says uh can i be extra and have a successful man even look your direction rayshawn said definitely down to fly out for that podcast marcy said oh friendly versus agreeable rayshawn said hell no nah. and uh marcy said finishing correct finishing school is called finishing school it literally taught women how to like be wives literally Okay, that's cool and all, but it's like at the same time, I feel like the way times have changed now, it's like you can't sit there and fault women for wanting more for well, themselves. It's not because no, I was actually I was um it's what? actually funny because I was reading some book and I can't remember what it was actually talking about as like as far as this topic. I can't remember how they were wording it, but it's funny because back then the rights that women had, like if it's like we never got taken seriously. So times have changed. Well, and okay. it's like it needs to be a, it needs to be accepted <clears throat> and acknowledged that women I, I want more for themselves. Okay, so homework number two. Okay. 
homework number two. First one is Sheikonomy. Second one is go from 1950 to 2024 now. And I want you to actually look at what laws and rights were given to women that they never had. What you're going to find out very quickly are there are none. I believe it. Like no rights. Were, women always had the right. They just chose not to exercise their rights. Now that you guys, like they've sold you guys so much on the feminist movement and how the feminist movement has uh, given women rights that they never had, these rights, but it's actually not true. And the only thing that has actually happened is the government has tricked you into going into the working field, which is why Cadillac went from $1,500 to now starting at what? $27,000, $30,000. A house average price was $5,500, which is now up to $489,000. It was a form of inflation because you got double the work. At first, it was just men. But in order for the government to grow, uh, society to supposedly grow, for for money to grow, they literally tricked women into doing nothing but joining the workforce, which create the first jobs that were created were daycares. From there, it just went... Prior to that, you didn't have huge cosmetology schools and nail people, the women that do nails. All it did was create different jobs in a field um, that made women feel a little bit more empowered. Whereas, again, that is the oxymoron. The oxymoron in that is I want to be the independent woman, but I still want a man to take care of me. You can't be independent but still want to be taken care of at the same time. Like you can't push the man away, but then be like, but come here to say like, you can't do a push pull. I feel it has a lot to do with the way, like when it results back to what you were saying, as far as why, uh, what did you say? Women aren't raising wives and, uh, but men women, aren't. men and women aren't right. But it's hard. See, this is the, di you know what the difference was? The wife was at home. See, they also what we don't what wasn't looked at is the moment you took the woman out the house. Where did the kids go to? With the mama. No, when you took the woman out the house and she's at work, who's raising the kids? Oh, probably a nanny. N no, because uh, yeah. you gotta afford that. It's daycare. Okay, our daycare. Daycare. They, they created daycare. Now, the first five years of a child's life are very pivotal, but we all know. You get what? Three months of paternity leave? Maternity leave, you get three months? No, you get eight weeks. Even less. Okay? You get eight weeks of maternity leave, and then you're back in the worst place. So you got a two-month-old baby at daycare till they go to kindergarten. So you have strangers giving, putting their values in your children because you only see your children four thirty, five o'clock. Six o'clock, depending on travel time, till but you, but bedtime. You but you can't sit there and just put it all on the woman. Like sometimes, no, we no, don't no, have I'm not. That so choice. it's it's not putting it on the woman. What I'm saying is, these are the choices that 
our great grandparents made. These are the the these. So when we talk about even going back to like the issues of the of the black man and the black woman and how they have the government, well, all those things you realize all those things happen at the exact same time. The government duped everybody at the same time. They didn't dupe the black man. So because they couldn't dupe the black man, that's when all of a sudden it became a national statistic that 50% of black men, even to this day, end up in prison. So they just found ways to put us in prison. Let's get them out the house because they're not leaving. They're not falling for the bullshits. They're not going for it. So they started locking us up. Petty crimes. It started off petty crimes. Looking at white girls or uh, you, you stole something at the corner store or... All these different things. Then they put out uh, they put uh, liquor stores on every corner in all of the low income areas. And again, as they made it harder for black men to get jobs and work, they became more alcoholics. As they became alcoholics, alcoholism is the number one cause even to this day of crime. Drugs and alcohol are the number one leading sources of why people go into criminal activities so that's what got them out of the home now once you get the man out of the home well it's kind of like the story of adam and eve then the devil played on eve the government played on eve to here if you do this we're gonna help you you kick him out we're gonna help you you take this petty job we're gonna help you Okay, but that and all happened a, over time, though. You, it's like... Oh, yeah, literally. It, I mean, it didn't I, happen over time. I feel like, honestly, if we had more men actually sticking around to beat men to their actual kids and actually doing more, then you wouldn't have women feeling the need to have to always overplay her part and play, try to play both roles. Okay, now, we, now this, is, this is a sore subject for a lot of people, but we do also have to be honest in this situation, too, Okay. Um, I'm a father to my children. I've never turned my back on my children. The difference between me and a lot of other men that I have seen is I have had the financial means to take my kids' mothers to court to get custody of my children. Mm -hmm. Whereas most women make it very clear, if you don't do what I do, if you don't do what I say, you can't see your kids. Mm -hmm. Men prefer peace above anything. Mm -hmm. So you know what most men will refuse to do or don't have the means to do is go to court. Absolutely. It's a minimum of $5,000 retainer to get a lawyer. That is the minimum to get a lawyer to go to family court. So that is the one thing that for sure can easily be because... If we we pull up a list of women with men, because we see it on on the Facebook and everything else about deadbeat dads, I am the most hated man on the internet because every time I see that post, I will go, "Can I have his phone number? I want to call him and see if he is willing to come pick up his child." Therefore, you don't have to worry anymore. Well, no, if he's not willing to pay child support. He can't see his kid. It's always if he don't do this, he can't see his kid. 
a lot of children are being held hostages from their fathers. And I, I completely agree with that. I, I completely so, agree with so that. So when we say that men are not standing up to be men, no, we are standing up to be men. But a lot of men choose their peace of mind away from either said woman or away from said court system because we all know unless you can prove that you have a for sure stable home with an excess amount of money, which on top of that, cool, the more money you make, it's it actually makes it worse because then we pay out the ass for child. Yeah, we get our kids, but we still pay out the ass for child support. But not every single man thinks our moves like that. And that's like the simple fact. And not every woman is out to try to control the man. You feel well, me when it comes down to the kid, though? It's like you have a lot of men that would just lay down with women and just make babies and don't care about it. Like, And they'll be like, oh, well, I don't want the baby. So... You feel me? Like, get rid of it. But at the same time, the fact that we're actually ruining our bodies, I mean, the fact that we both made the decision to do whatever it was that was done. Making a baby, making a child, it does take two people. But in getting pregnant, because it's my body, my choice, cool. If, If a woman ends up pregnant and a man says, I don't want to have that child like that's not what that was not the plan right we have zero say in that so when she decides to keep that child he is held accountable for her personal choice whereas there are what 146 different birth controls but there's one birth control for a man which is a condom right so she actually has far more decision making in that in that than anything, but the accountability always falls one hundred percent on the man. So we we also then have to go the person that made the the biggest decision out of out of the two parties should actually be the one that's held. And Tennessee just changed their law. If it's a one night stand and it's proven to be a one night stand. They're no longer prosecuting for, uh, for child support. <laughs> um, if if that's some that's that's some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, and I don't feel I don't, like that's also, a like, that's a good fucking. <laughs> they also also have instilled that if you have a child before either either party signs the birth certificate. Both have to take a paternity test. It has to be proven to be his child because it is 30, 33.8% of all paternity tests come back as the man not being that father. I say, give or take five to 10 years. These laws are going to be in all 50 States because they're already being looked at. I, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that's a, and that's a, a lot, great, they, but you know what though? But at the same time though, I feel like, so what about those situations that happen from rape cases? Like different, you, different situations. I mean, but, and, those, but it's like, but that's, that's one of the, but you know what though? Like that's actually getting off topic from what I actually wanted to touch up on. Because at the same time though, you do have some men who will make it seem like they do want a baby, but once they feel that they can't control you or have you the way they want you, then it's like, Oh, they want to throw it out there. Okay. No, I don't want the baby no more. 
Okay, so we we have to look at that because if if a man is like that, he's just the dumbest motherfucker in the world. Right, but because you have people all, that are like that though. But so he's he's an idiot, and and she should have saw that shit coming a mile away. Because a man that is trying to use a child as as a control over a female, like hands down, no way fans are bust about it. You're the dumbest motherfucker in the world because again, men are ruined either through due to divorce and child support more than anything else in this country. Men are totally ruined. Men have committed, deleted themselves, because we can't say the S word. They have deleted themselves over those things alone more than anything else in this country. Divorce um, and losing children has caused more men to delete themselves, depression and everything than anything else. So that's another statistic that people have to look at. Those so-called deadbeat fathers aren't actually really deadbeats and they depressed about it and everything because they realize they have kids out here that is being withheld from them. And yeah, like they look at it. You, you look at it. Look at the chick that's got four or five baby daddies. It's been proven, which is why these laws are changing. That's why they have four or five baby daddies instead of four or five kids with the same dude. They make more money. You can get twelve to fifteen hundred dollars off of each baby daddy. Well, damn. But how when, much? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing: if you look at the court cases of all the cases where men win custody of their children, I think it's like five percent of men will have the mom pay child support. They decline it. Well, it's actually quite interesting because at the same time, though, you have a lot of little boys trying to make big boy decisions. And I feel like it all comes down hand in hand. It's literally a domino effect. Well, you, you have some boys that's going out there. I just had down. this conversation with a chick the other day. Why? Because she got a six year old son who acts grown while running around his house. And I, the first thing I said to her, I said, I guess I, I guarantee he also sleeps in your bed, too. She's like, yeah, how would you know? Um, nine times out of ten, if you have a, a son. And he's sleeping in your single ass bed. You do realize whether you like it or not, as little boys will put himself in the shoes of I'm the man of the house because mm -hmm. he is. And guess what? He acts more like your husband than he does your son. Mm -hmm. um, and the older he gets, the worse he gets. Mm -hmm. I said, the first thing you want to do is get in the hell out your bed. The second thing you want to do is you need to probably start dating and let it be known that you're dating because one, the more you keep it a secret, the more he feels like he's going to always be the man of the house. Mm, two, I like that. Two, um, he needs to understand because what happens when you do fall in love with someone and y'all move in together and now this man is the reason he's no longer sleeping in the bed. He gonna hate him regardless, and you gonna be like, I don't want to fuck with him because my kid don't like you. Oh no, it ain't because of that. It's because he replaced him. See, there are certain things about us in our DNA mm -hmm. that is crazy, and it starts at a very young age. I definitely like that that whole uh, you know what you did there. But I'm still sticking to the fact that it all comes back down to that domino effect. 
if you didn't have a lot of these, if you had more men wanting to take responsibility of their kids, you wouldn't have so many single independent women who would have to play both roles. I mean, but, but I do believe it does have to do with a woman being able to know her place and when to turn on and turn off that switch in the presence of a real dominant male. Well, I will always say this, which you clearly agree with and pointed out as well. Sometimes it's not the fact that the man is not standing up to be a man. He's not. (laughs) You have a court system that's guaranteed going to work against them. So when there's a certain level, again, men are logical and we pay attention to statistics. Y'all don't. We also see other things that other niggas go through. We go. I'm not finna waste my time going to court because I'm going to lose anyway. Because the first, <laughs> from experience, the first day you go to court, even though you file for custody, you know what they're going to do regardless? Who has the child? Oh, she does. Cool. How much money do you make? You automatically get put on child support. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, even though you are filing for custody of your child. Okay? You you are being put in in and financial restraints from day one, even though you may win the case, it's financial restraints from day one. And the worst part about it is when you go to court, you show your paycheck stubs and everything. Don't let her come to court. No, that's not how much money he makes. He makes this much money. I know for sure because I was with him and they take that word over the, the, the paperwork that is actually filled out, put in, sworn testimony, etc. And literally they try to hammer the fuck out of. So again, there's when when a man is smart and he's walking in logic, he goes, I'm not finna put myself through that bullshit. Because it's not a win-win situation. And as men, nine times out of ten, there's other shit that they're usually going through in life. Way more, way more um, than adding that extra stress. Martha, Marcy said, I thought I had to fill two roles. I was wrong. I'm a mom. If his dad, if his dad fails him, his dad fails him. Stop trying to fill both roles. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And I feel like that's why it come when it comes down to it. Like you can't have a woman trying to teach a man how to be a man. And it's like something that I was just talking to my brother about today as far as somebody going through PTSD. Men, because my brother was saying he was like, he felt like he should have been a lawyer type shit. But my whole thing is until you actually experience it and go through it, you can't actually try to relate because being a woman, having to carry a baby in your body and all your organs and everything is mushed around and then you have that baby, you're bleeding for fucking damn near almost eight weeks and then you're trying to remain normal and sane. Like, it's hard. Like, it's really a scary thing going through PTSD and just being in that and trying to have somebody relate to that. It's not. It's, it's well, not. And, like, and, and, so it's like you can't, you can't, it's certain things you cannot do. As your a woman, hormones are crazy and... and- for the most part, and this is where, this is where a lot of men and I, I'm not gonna lie, the, my first, my oldest son, I failed with that shit too, because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you need to chill the fuck out. Um, your hormones are crazy, and they have to regulate themselves, and not all women know how to deal with that, of which course. is why so many, and so many women. 
in their relationships in those first eight weeks and push the baby down because you go in fight or flight mode. First and foremost, you become extremely uh, aggressive with mama bear. My kid, this and my, no, it's not your kid. It's our kid. No, it's my kid. No, it's our kid. Um, there are those arguments. Um, there's those because the baby was in me for nine months. I know how to feed him and change the diaper and do all of that. Okay, great. But your ass was sleep. <laughs> like, but it's the hormones that you have that are deregulated. They're not regulated by any means whatsoever. So you're going through postpartum. And when you're going through postpartum, like whether you like it or not, your partner becomes your enemy. Men, if they're not, if they've never been around that or haven't been told about that, they find out the hard way real fast. Whereas women, especially because a lot of times like your doctor will hit on it. Oh, so you're going to go through postpartum, but they don't explain to you what the fuck postpartum is. Mm -hmm. They don't go into details that your hormones is going to be crazy. You're going to hate everybody. You're going to cry for no reason. You're going to be there. You're going to feel like you're not a good enough mom. Then at the other time, you're going to be like, I'm the best mom in the world. And can't nobody do better than me. And you're going to yell and snap on people and, and go through all this crazy shit. So, no, as men, we cannot relate to that because we are fully in control of our emotions at all times. Y'all go through a whole nother process because you hold the emotions for two people, the child that was in you as well as your own. And this is the thing. You're emotional before you have children. So as men, you guys need to pay attention to her emotions even more after the fact, which is where men have to learn to become more nurturing for those eight weeks, sometimes longer than eight weeks, because you're going to say and do shit that you don't even realize what you're doing. So I agree with you on that 100%, which is why, like the other day, I was like, boy, let a motherfucker come around. I'm about to put a baby in her ass I want because men get baby fever. Right. But then at the same time, you go, mm, I don't know if I want to deal with that bullshit again. So. You ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny because I've been actually uh, reading this book and it's so funny. What is it called? The act. Think like a lady, act like a man. No. Think like a man, act like lady book by Steve Harvey. Oh my God. And it's so funny. No, all bullshit aside, right? It's like, it's so funny. Like listening to how he goes into depth about this shit, as far as how literally how basic y'all men are and what y'all goal is to be. And if those, and I was going to be talking to my brother about it all the time. And it's just more so if a man feel like he can be put in that role to be a man to that woman, it's like, it stresses, it's a stressor for them. Again, like, that's why we don't care about y'all's career and how much money y'all make. And you know, I, I that I am a firm. I, I agree. I agree. And that's when it comes down to you know that man wanting to see like what stability that woman can offer. Like men do like to be needed. You know, at the end of the day, they want to protect. They want to profess, and it's like they want to be able to be that man of the house, and they want to be that leader. 
But I feel like you do have some men, yet again, it's like they do not know how to be a man and leave the house. But they have been raised by single mothers that have made But whose fault is that, though? Whose fault is that? So, honestly, I'm going to say some shit that's controversial that people hate to hear. I can't. But the, the, the bad part about that is our parents' fault. It's our parents' fault. And it's the it's because they didn't teach them that they need to have two parents. And guess what? Single parents breed single parents. I, which I is why, as a single parent, you need to go find a, someone and fucking make that shit work. Because fuck you and your needs and your wants. Your children need a man and female role model more than you need to be happy. I feel like, I promise you, I kid you not, if it came down to, I saw this meme, and it was saying a man would not cheat if they knew for a fact that every time they cheat, an inch of their dick would get cut off. So with that being said, if it came down to the same thing with dudes being careless about who they want to knock up, if every time they knocked up a woman that they did not want to spend the rest of their life with and they have to cut an inch off their dick, I bet you they'll be a lot more careful on how the fuck they pick them women. But see, this I is, bet you that here, here's the bad part. The bad part is it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's always the man cut off his dick, cut off his dick. Cool. How about if every time you allow a motherfucker to get you pregnant before you get married and find out that he is a stable man, you get damned to a female solitary confinement. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I feel like the way I made how I maneuver, I just look at it like I have birth control. So my birth control, it lasts up to 12 years. I make that decision on. So therefore it's not going to ever you. come down. But that, the, the same way you make that decision is that decision is given to so many other women and they choose not to do like that's them which is, which and that's is, that's them being careless and not you. wanting so to be careful the fact the fact that it gets blamed on so many men when if we this is the thing if men had 144 different versions of birth control and we know like we can hit raw but because birth control has killed our sperm like we get the feeling but you're never going to get pregnant you do realize, like, no women would ever fucking be pregnant. But at the same time, though, it's just more so not all women want to go through the side effects of what can actually happen based off that certain birth control. Understandable. So in that case, make better choices. Make better <laughs> Whoever choices. Whoever that is, who is that? Marcy she said vasectomy. Tracy, Marcy, whoever. Ain't nobody going to have... Ain't no 23-year-old man nah, going to have a vasectomy. But you know what? Nah, listen. I kid you not. At the end of the day, if you do not want to... If you don't want no kid with that person, you have to, like you said, make better decisions. But and this be is the difference. Careful. Birth control, you can still have kids. Vasectomy, after five years, the chance of a man making children after that is never happening. So again... Men choose to have vasectomies. He's never having children. And and far more men think about their legacy for way more than women do. Of course. Okay, so of that's course. That, that I agree with. That's why that choice there is never I'm 44 years old. 
I have three children. Damn, you 44? I fuck, I thought I was thinking like 50. Okay, never mind. 50? Continue. It's all right. Just bypass that. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, see, you now you want to take shots? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I got you. But damn, 44? Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you. That's all right. You right there with me. You 48. I'm nowhere near it, baby. At 44 years old? That's I'm, I still I'm right? still not taking that that route. Why? Because at any point in time, if I meet the right woman that comes with the right package, and I'm truly again in my feelings like that, I'm like I just want one more little king or princess queen. I still have that option. Okay, so speaking on what you're talking about, that I have two quick questions, right? Uh-huh. I saw something that kind of made me think about it. So do you think that if a woman or even if a man has like, do you think that people who do have kids should not fuck with those who do not have kids? This is a, okay. So I'm on the fence on both. And the reason for that is like, I dated this chick named Tammy. I had zero children. She had five. Like all her kids are now, in college, one went to military school. Like, I still talk to these kids. But our relationship was totally different. But I've seen other dudes where they take care of these kids, raise these kids, and then they get to especially high school, and, and you go to discipline them because they're not doing wrong because that's the age, and then all of a sudden, you're not my dad. Okay? You put your life into that person and then this woman doesn't want to give you or doesn't want to give you children or more kids, right? So you're basically, I would say as a man with no children dealing with a woman with children and she doesn't want to have any more children. Um, no, but at the same time too, most men look at women with children as recreational use. Y'all don't know that, but I tell men secrets on here all the time. Y'all are recreational use. We know you got kids, so we know you're down to fuck. So it's usually the easiest. <laughs> you're the easiest to go after. Okay? Um, and then, like, women. Well, women have no problem taking the stance of if he's got kids, I'm not fucking with him. I don't have kids, so why do I want to raise another woman's kids? Mm. There are so many women that take a, a firm stance on that, and men should take the exact same firm stance. But y'all are fucking bullies. Because the moment that a man doesn't want to take care of another man's child, well, that's just because you're not man enough and a real man is going to take care of another man's kids. Y'all use very strong bullying tactics. (laughs) A man is not a man because he didn't do this. A man is not a man because he didn't take me out on this date. A man is not a man because he didn't open my door. He's not a man. Like, there are so many bullying tactics that you guys use against men quite often that we can't use. So it, it's it's different. And then there are some women that will be a part of, of a man who has children, but nine times out of 10, she also knows that most cases he'll probably give her kids too, because we don't have a biological clock. So it's a little different. And I mean, that's just like the nurturing nature of women. Now for men, it's just harder. So it's a give and a take because you have to, you really have to assess the woman 
Because a lot of women will be like, all for the relationship, all for the man, but you're not all for the things that come with that man because men are structure and discipline, which means he usually has to discipline children that aren't his, but they're yours. And again, that mama bear tendencies, don't you yell at him like that or don't you put your hands on him? That's not if, your kid. Nah, hell no. Nah. Because if that woman is trying to allow for that man to take uh, to step up and try to fill them shoes, then she needs to understand that there needs to be some boundaries set because a man is going to be a man at the end of the day. And for some, for those women who do not know what it's like to have a man in the household, it's going to be a complete different story because that man, they handle shit differently. Yet again, Thank you. the men are more, they show more aggression. They show less feeling. They show less emotion and they handle things differently, but they learn how to suppress that and they learn how to go on with them feelings that they're going with. Women, it's like it's gonna let that baby fall. What? Oh, get up on. Oh, let's do this. They're gonna. I'm, Thank I'm, I'm, you. Let me go ahead and kiss your boo boo for you. No, fuck all that shit. Like I got brothers. Yet again, at the end of the day, so it's certain things that I know what to do and what not to do when it comes to my boys. I try. I'm not gonna lie though. I try very hard to not baby my youngest because too he, late. I'm gonna say it's too late. <laughs> no, I I really do try not yeah, to baby yeah. my. So youngest. If you have to try to do it. See, trying leads to failure, doing leads to success. No, it's because. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's your baby. And it this is. is the thing for all of them. Oh, it's my baby. But, but you know what, though? I do show, I still do. I just try to talk to him more rather than trying to, because I know when it comes down to my oldest, all I got to do is give my oldest a look. And he already know he going to get the fucking line. My youngest, he's a little bit more emotional. And I know it has nothing to do with how I show him emotion, but I try to like teach him certain things that it comes down to and on how to cope with his anger. When people piss him the fuck off, like he likes to get aggressive. And like, just like how you saying, like when boys, they like to ch channel that energy and everything. They like to hit shit. They like to go and do things that they know they are going to be able to really release that energy. So I tell my son, if it's certain things, when he's at school, people piss him the fuck off, learn how to remove yourself, learn how to literally breathe because that's all it is. If you try to go around choking every fucking kid that piss you the fuck off, then you're going to be in somebody's juvenile hall by the age of 10. How old is he? Listen, that don't matter. No, it but... does. How old is he? <laughs> no, my baby's eight. Okay, so my son is nine, right? <laughs> Kindergarten, well, first grade, second grade. Yeah, we went through that same shit, too. It's because he's the baby, and he's also the baby, and because he gets the extra nurturing and the caring and all that, they hate people in their space. So it triggers them a little bit. Um, and it's not like it's their brother or their sister. It's a stranger, right? But like he's, well, I whooped it out of his ass, but it, it, it changes rather quickly, and it's because it's a new environment. So he's in what, second grade? Yeah. Yeah. So he's in a new environment. And he has to learn how to acclimate to the new environment. So, yes, yes, it's welcome to a boy's life. <laughs> Let's just say that. Welcome to a boy's life. And what makes it easier for me, and I have to explain this to his mom on a regular basis, is I still haven't forgot what it was like when I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and the emotions and things that I felt. So I can have a different conversation with my son than what she, she gets angry and pissed and she wants to just yell. And 
the emotional side comes out. Where I can sit here, one, I'm going to whoop your ass. Two, we're going to talk about it. What's going on? How did you, what made you think that what you were doing was correct? What emotion did you feel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. When someone makes you feel like that, it doesn't mean get angry, hit someone. You have to deal with this differently, which is where a man coming in, teaching boys how to, they always want to use the term suppress, but it's not suppress. How to control. Facts. You're right. Absolutely. Your anger. Because the only real emotion that men truly feel that we cannot control for a very long time is anger. Uh, Response to Marcy. You said sperm bank. Um, Sperm bank sounds absolutely amazing. If every motherfucker out here made six figures or was a millionaire, um, in vitro fertilization or having your sperm shot up into your woman, as much as it sounds like absolutely amazing, that shit costs hundreds of thousands of dollars and not everybody can afford that shit. It's very cheap to go put your sperm in a sperm bank um, for other people to use, but you to freeze your own sperm for your own self, you pay for it to be housed, held, and then even more money for it to get put inside of your woman. So all of those things sounds absolutely amazing, but unfortunately these are some of the most expensive things that are out there, and it's not 100% guaranteed. As a matter of fact, uh, in vitro fertilization, the sperm bank, all of it. <sighs> There's there's a more failure rates than there are success rates in those situations. But yes, what your son is going through, he will come out of. <sighs> well, my <laughs> just remembering this shit. Good lord, showing up to the school three and four times in the in one year for the exact same shit. <sighs> I want to kill my son. It's a good thing I work from home, and I'm the boss. Because, boy, if I would have had to actually leave my job and actually go to him and deal with the school, I remember my mom did that when I was his age. I got my ass toe out the frame. (laughs) So I know what you're going through. Um, It's good that you had the conversations with him. But at the same time, Where's his, tell his, once dad goes to the school one or two times, it changes. No, his dad lives, they, dad lives in Vegas. Call Uncle Bailey there. Nah, it's not, you know what's funny though? Because yet again, I feel like with me being able to go to work and work with other people who, who kids have these behavioral problems, it's nothing but, you know, like a piece of cake for me to be able to try to, I mean, it actually, no, I'll take that back. It's a little bit more harder for me to implement that because I try to turn off that switch when I come home and be with my kids, because I don't want to feel like I'm trying to counsel them or anything like that. But with my youngest, you know, I do have these little behavioral charts that I do with them and these little activities, which have been actually working. As far as, you know, I have them, it's kind of like chores in a sense, but it's just more so with their fit, with his feelings and the way he thinks and the way he handles things. 
So by the based off of that, I award him for that, having a whole day of not wanting to like talk shit to people or be mean to people or being stingy or just little things that I work on step by step with him and I award him based off of that. So to the point to where I faded out and he no longer does that certain behavior because he, I, like I said, that's why I got them, oh shit, all of us put into where we're going to do counseling only on a simple strength because I know everything that we've been dealing with. He may be handling, processing his shit differently. He's become coming a lot more angry and I'm catching on to it, which is why I'm trying to nip that shit in the bud now. Because he made me feel more comfortable talking to a complete stranger than he does me. As much as I ask him, baby, are you okay? What's wrong? How are you feeling? Like certain shit like that. He may open up to a stranger and feel like, you know, he can relate more. I, I won't know unless I, until I actually try. Well, then that's the thing is, um, it is usually a lot easier to open up to strangers than to the people you know, because, I mean, your mom. So some of the things that he may want to say, he may be afraid that he's going to get in trouble. Exactly. Strangers not going to get him in trouble. Two, um, we also have to pay attention to the way we parent. As a parent, like they have this new soft parent shit bullshit where you supposed to be more. I refuse to do that shit. There's no I'm not your best. Where you got to be more what? I'm not your best is. friend. I'm not your best friend. See, that's the problem. Can't be no fucking kid best friend. And ex- see that because now Thank you're you. forcing that's- them to turn on a switch when it's time to be serious. And they're not going to take you serious because they're going to look at you like you're the homegirl. Thank the you. Homeboy. Thank you. I refuse. I'll be damned. I- I'm going to be your best friend when you're 20-something years no, old. No, because when it comes down to it, like I said, my son, he be trying. The older he gets, the more he tries me, but I still well, have to... He's also the baby, and your mom, as boys, the bigger, older, bigger we get, the less respect. Not in a bad way, because it's a different level of respect, I, but the I less respect. I understand that. And, and we know, like... As a as a boy, when dad's voice is heard, it's like thunder and lightning. Right? You are just a crackle. You are you're a firecracker. We just target that shit out and then we look at you and be like, shit, I'm half yours. You barely bigger than me. What you got? But you know what? It's funny that you say that though, because my youngest, he definitely tried me. He Definitely tried me because I kid you not, I try. I don't care what nobody say. I am not a big fan of whooping my boy's ass. I'm not. When I was young, when when we were all younger, yeah. But I feel like now seeing how I didn't get my ass whooped growing up because I really didn't need Because you're a girl. No. But at the same time. And I see that. I can't I can't whoop my daughter. I, I was just good at what I was doing. I'll be all the way honest with y'all. Thank sneaky y'all as sneaky fuck. as shit. And boys, you guys are more, you know, not as. No, we don't know. care. We don't care. See, this is the thing. We understand what <laughs> violence is. Y'all don't. And we under we we go through a certain like. How many physical fights have you been in, been in? Me? Not with brothers. Not with brothers. I'm talking about just like in the streets. How many physical fights you been in? Hold on, I'm at three. See, four, you're at three. I can't, I can't even tell you how many. I want to say a good five or six. I've had that shit in a day. Well, I got nails. I don't be trying to just. Thank you, but that, but see, we understand. So, like when we get a whooping, like we don't care. We fall off bikes. We jump out of trees. We do backflips off the fucking house onto a mattress. 
We do dumb shit. We hurt ourselves all the time. What's a whooping? Pain is temporary. Yeah, see. Pain for you. You if you would have got a whooping as a little girl, that hurts your heart. You and it did. Listen, I That's got what I'm my saying. ass. No, but the ass whooping that I got was like an ass whooping of the fucking year because there she was no way <laughs> my feelings was so hurt. It made no sense. But I feel like that's why my youngest, he reminds me of me because he, I could, I probably don't even pop him hard, but it's the fact that his feelings are hurt. My oldest, he had the nerve one time to tell me it didn't even hurt. Then I have to fuck him up. But that was then. It don't. But this, that's the thing, though. But it's funny because my youngest, when I was my, me and my brother was at the house, and he, I had told him I was like to do something. I was gonna do. I was thought I was gonna whip him or something. He's like, Mom, you always say that you're gonna do this, but you, he's like, you always say that you're gonna whip me, but you never do. I looked at my brother. My brother looked at me. I said, "This is the time." I hate the fact that I had to put myself in a position because he tried me, and I had to whoop his ass. I had to. And I was so hurt doing it, but I had to whoop his ass because he he was testing my gangster. I mean, that's like those parents. It's like one, two, three. If you don't stop, I'm gonna. Co- no, listen. Snatch that motherfucker up. No, I my, my boys get strikes, and it's like the I shit ain't that doing I no do, strikes. The shit and if that I do I, strikes, no. every every. Every third one is not going to be a strike. I'm, I'm snatching that, your me, ass up. That's me giving, allowing them to understand. I am giving them that opportunity to correct whatever the fuck it is. Or else if I have to come in there, they're not, I, they don't let me get past two. You know why that doesn't work for boys? It works for them, though. No, they, it, it don't let me get past two, though. No, it doesn't. It's not going to, not going to, I kid you, I kid you not. My boy, it's not going to get just past play two. No, they just play on you. And this is the bad part. You know why that doesn't work? And why I say that is a horrible way to do that with boys is because the world we live in, the streets ain't giving you strikes. Of okay? course. If he fuck with the wrong nigga at a certain age, well, now kids run around with guns at 12 or 13 years old. That could be his life. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Even though, you, don't get me wrong, you do have a good direction where you're going with that, but let me go ahead and intervene and let it be known. When I give them the strikes, it's more so for just like little light shit. It's not for serious shit. But I don't it, should give be, no, it should be for everything. And the reason that I say that Give is, them strikes for everything? No, don't give them strikes, period. For everything, there needs to be repercussions because for every cause, there is an effect. And as you become men... As you become men, my father told me at a young age, see, the difference between lying to a woman and a man is if you lie to a woman, she's going to get mad. She's going to get angry at you. But if you lie to a man, he might take your life. Those strikes, those little itty bitty moments of strikes and shit could be used at the wrong time in life and police don't play and neither do other men depending on how they grew up. So if they don't understand that everything you do is going to come with some sort of consequence, later on in life, there could be that one time where they don't take one thing serious and boom, it comes back and it hurts. And it hurts in a major, major way. And for me personally, me personally as a father, I'm not willing to take that chance 
with my sons. You know what? And I, I actually can say I completely agree with you on that. And I feel like that's what comes down to our roles being completely different on a slip of strength because as a mother, I do not feel like I automatically want to just knock my kids' heads, you know, smooth off their motherfucking shoulders. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt to correct themselves. But listening to how you literally just put it, moving forward, that is something that, you know, I do feel like I can actually, you know, try to, I just. <sighs> it pains me to every time they do something, I got to get on to them. I know. It nah, hurts. but I mean, but I definitely feel you on that though. And I guess that all comes down to, you know, you know, it's nothing wrong. I will take const uh, constructive criticism when it is due on a super strength because from a woman's uh, standpoint, trying to raise boys, you know, hearing it from another man, another father at that on certain ways that does make sense to me. I am, you know, it's not, I'm not saying I'm not opposed to it, but it's just like, we definitely do have two different ways of parenting because- it that's you know. a beautiful thing, too. It's like men and women need to understand that, too. Parenting for men is not the same as parenting for women. And a lot of women, again, tear their home apart because he doesn't parent the same way I do. Absolutely. And, and we're I, not meant to. I completely agree with that. I mean, I know when it comes down to how, you know, men, like, they parent their daughters. They're more soft because they don't want they, they want to be more sensitive with their daughters. Well, we but want them to be to feminine, boys, they, stay feminine. I'm my friend to say feminine because at the end of the day, you know, it's just certain sacrifices and compromises that men do when it comes to but their this daughters. Is my thing. I don't want to take care of my daughter for the rest of her life. So I'm going to teach her to how to be feminine, stay feminine and be that at all times because I want you to find a fucking husband. I want you to find a me. So you're you're basically going to raise your daughter based off of how what attracts you. No, no, no. That's, yeah, you're not. what you feel is what you what how you want your woman to be is how you're basically teaching your daughter how you want her to grow up to be so that she can attract the certain type of man possibly that you are. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, that's one hundred percent correct. Okay, because so, like if I was but, to go out and choose a man, I'm gonna go choose another me, uh, another version of me, hardworking, protective. Safety, security, ultra provider, right? But at the same time, is going to make sure that his house is in order 1 million percent. That comes back down to it being where the gender roles needs to come into play. Because at the end of the day, respectfully, the same way I can't teach my, my kids to be men, the same way you can't teach your woman to be a woman, you which can teach is the her number you one reason her, you can teach her certain things. That's right. What, and I say you know, that all the time. Like. You're damn right. But and that's why my black ass needs the ultimate woman to come step in <laughs> to be like, Jayana, this is how it is. And, and the thing about it is kids learn more from what they see Facts. than what they hear. Absolutely. So, you need to see me smacking on her juicy booty on a regular basis. You need to hear her getting her guts beat in. You need to get, hear us having real <laughs> conversations about hard topics. And at the same time, baby, I love you. Baby, I'm not going to lie to you. you. I'm not going to have my boys listening to me because I, I get disgusted. And that's, and that's, no. That's the best part about, like, the fact that I know that my mom and dad was freaks is probably why I'm the exact, again, it's because people hide shit from their kids 
that kids aren't well rounded today. They I, little I mean, bitch it, ass. But niggas. you know what? I feel like as they get as they get older, once they come to a point to where they're grown and they're able to understand what the fuck is going on, I mean, all I, my my main response is going to be: if you don't like it, then move the fuck out. Well, it ain't like, even. Th- this is the thing. That is the epitome of a loving household. I'm My son, this nigga could come out this room right now. He'll come out this room right now. You know, he's going, I love you, dad. I hear that shit like 10,000 times a day. My son still hug me like they fucking two years old. That's good. Okay. Exactly. Because my, you should raise your children in a house, in a home where there's no such thing as secrets. They can hear it, but it's not because I want them to hear it, but I'm not going to not do it. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So when you in. I don't know. That's that's too much. I mean, but I get let, what you're saying, just, but I'm not friend to just be fucked. I mean, I, I don't know. If you're let's say if you're my woman, if you're my woman and we sitting here watching some fucking boring ass kid movie and the kids is all into it. And I look at you, and I'm like, get your ass in the room. Take your ass <laughs> in that room. But even, like, in my home, that's my door right back there. Closed, even open. My kids come to that door. Can I come in? No. I need to have some music playing or something. I just Well, the music could be playing, but they still know they don't walk in that room. That's daddy's room. And what happens in daddy's room is not our business. So if you happen to be howling at the moon and your feet is is pointed towards the ceiling fan, that just happens to be what it is. They don't have to know exactly what's going on, but at the end of the day, I'm not. This goes back to a happy, healthy we relationship. We're going to have to just agree to disagree you, on that because... As much as your mom, you still need to be my woman. And as much as I'm dad, I still also need to be your man. I'm not going to lie. I still, still to this day, I get disgusted thinking about... I'm not I'm, I'm not going to be doing that in front of my kids. Or, I mean, You're for not, them to hear it. They can know about it. Put your I, face in the pillow there, nigga. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Connie. Connie. What's up? <laughs> you ready for this? What is it? The quick questions? No, no, not that. <laughs> so tonight is is like your initiation. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about some hard topics, go back and forth. Make sure you can stand your own because a lot of the people that's going to come on the show may fucking, you know. Give some pushback every now and then. So stand on your ten toes. Facts. Stand on your ten toes. It's funny because I actually got somebody that is uh that does want to actually come and uh, be a part of it. So be do a, it. Be a, this be is a the thing. Guest. I don't care who you book. Book them. Interesting. I'm telling you, no if ands or buts about it. I I'm the name of the show is Let's Talk About It. Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, I can't really call her the co-host, because as y'all see, I keep my black ass off the camera now. <laughs> uh, I'll be the one sitting here controlling the camera of her and whoever she has on here. So, I'm going to let you do your thing. 
Yeah, because I for sure got a couple of cats I want to definitely. I mean, and it's, I like to pick people's brains. And, like, I definitely want to be able to know with how they would react with certain situations because, like, even with the parent, everyone is different. Everyone looks at things differently. Everyone is raised differently. So it's like I like to be able to open up, you know, my variety when it comes to how, like, how people handle certain situations. Well, you again, you're going to find out a lot about people. You're going to find out a lot about nature. You're going to find out that um, a lot of people are very delusional. Um, and what you're also going to see is that a lot of people are very much the same. Very, very, very much so the same. But that is part of the programming of the country that we live in today, mm-hmm. which is why. Like your first show is already booked for next week. You got a porn star. Have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> My first show, you got me booked with a porn star. It should be interesting. It's gonna be amazing. It's funny because I now thinking about it, it's ah shit. I really that's a good one because I got some shit I want to ask. I want to know exactly. So so this is the thing here. Just like tonight, where's the script? There is none. Yeah, and, and that's the reason. Real people having real conversations. There's no script. There's there's no list of questions. Oh, it will be from me with the porn star because there's some shit I want to know. Just, some positions I need. Just certain things I am curious to know about on what they do because it's a lot of shit I just don't know and I don't want to forget because it'd be some good shit. <laughs> okay. Because when I would listen, when I used to work at Hard Rock Hotel and we used to have the AVN, the porn uh, convention come in, and I would see people doing a lot of certain shit, and, I, and I'm very curious, like, damn, why why would you do that? If it's, I just be, I would just want to know. So if we're gonna, if, yep, I definitely got some shit I need to start because I want to know. Well, I want to know. I got quite a few people that you can get to know a whole lot of different shit because I have every walk of life on this motherfucker. And I mean, I don't know why everybody says yes to me when I ask them if they want to be on the show, but they say yes to me. But, you know, you want to bring some people around? Go ahead and make it happen. Go ahead and make it happen. It's all up to you. You ready? Yeah, sure, sure. So welcome to No Cap Reacts. Where can they find you at? They can find me on Instagram, Connie Marie. Marie got two E's, 420. That is my birthday. Okay. Yeah, it's her birthday. That is my birthday. Every day at 420, she celebrates. (laughs) (laughs) Only with my brother, though. Like, that's the only person I really would do. I only smoke with my brother, though, for the majority of it. I mean, unless, you know, have like, you know, but it's only really with my brother. Cause I don't can't be just smoking anybody weed. Just can't be doing all of that. Yeah. Well, thank you for tis- p- participating this evening. As I always say, there's no hard feelings here, but uh, we talk shit around this motherfucker, and we like to push people's buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to just it makes for a better conversation. Definitely. And the best part about it is, I mean, you see all the damn comments that came through and all this shit. The thing about it is, like, people can learn from other people's conversations. Absolutely, which is why I fucking enjoy podcasts. So this is going to be, you're going to find out it's going to be very therapeutic for you. Definitely, definitely. So, welcome to my therapy session. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode. Uh, make sure you go to hustlefit.com, get your merch, um, as well as get the clothing line Hustle Fit. You got No Cat Reacts merch, as well as Hustle Fit the clothing line, men's, women, and children. We also do custom clothing. Hit me up at hustlefit.com, hustlefit at gmail.com, and hustlefitllc on Instagram. Make sure you tune in every Sunday night for Let's Talk About It with Ms. Connie Marie, which y'all saw tonight. Also, Wednesday nights, couples retreat. We actually have our first couple this Wednesday. That happens at 7 p.m. Um, on Thursday is ladies night and we got another ladies night coming at you this Thursday. Also at 7 PM and Friday night, 9 PM. We're having our first episode of boys club, first episode of boys club. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, we are back at it. Yes. For 2024, we're only doing four shows a week instead of six shows. <sighs> Appreciate it, and uh, stay tuned. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make some new intros and get y'all some intro music and all that bullshit. So in the meantime, thanks for tuning in. I'm your man, Bailey, a.k.a. Mr. 